Yo, this is no. the last show of this week for us. We put on a lot of shows this week. We did a lot of shows. We got some fun stuff to talk about. Walmart 2030, Tesla sharing private videos, and older workers. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know. We spent some time with some older workers this week. Did and they were no joke. They were showing, they were the, real deal, showing the kids how it's done. Showing the kids how it's done. Oh my gosh! Man, what a week, Paul. Have you have you <laughs> any any level of recovered at this point yet? No, no, not yet. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to Easter weekend. Um, it's yeah. always a great weekend in our house, and we spend a lot of time with uh, friends and family. Going to church on Sunday. Uh, got a little brunch planned. Like uh, oh, I know nice. a lot of people. There's nothing like right. Easter brunch. There's something nice. about it. Yeah. <laughs> how about you? Yeah. What are your plans? Uh, we got a, We got a chill weekend. We got, you know, the Easter egg hunt at the church and, you know, <laughs> we're doing what I'm running sound on Sunday. So it's like a full, gotta it's make like sure it's right. Thing. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get it right. Doing another show, you know, yeah. doing another thing. <laughs> I don't have any responsibilities <laughs> on Sunday. Day. I am officially <laughs> off duty. <laughs> off duty. Oh man. Well, it has been an amazing week spending time like in so many dealerships with so many dealers and porters and PDI techs and BDC managers and community managers. Like that is what, I mean, that's why we do what we do. But the bottom line is we, we, uh, customers, it's amazing to be in so many different stores of all different levels. And then to get together in Texas with people at the live tonight show with, by the way, if you haven't seen it, you have to go watch it because it, you got to go check it out. You can go to a so tube, a S O T U dot B E and check it out. It's right there at the top of the channel. Um, check out that live stream. You can, you can tab through it, have a lot of fun. There's there, it's just like the conversations were great. The segments were great. It was fun at the beginning. We Cirillo had, a, had us all laughing. Like, oh, I, have to, I have to say the first like seven or eight minutes of the show were just made me <laughs> smile so much. And we, we literally, Kyle and myself and Michael Swirl literally saying who let the dogs out with an entire live band. It was actually happened. Cirillo's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, we, that was really a full send, wasn't it? <laughs> full send. We went full send on that thing. And we, we did actually it. tie it back to the auto industry and have some serious, meaningful conversations. Because we did. Why absolutely. Can't, because, hey, look. We can have our cake this, and eat it, too. <laughs> this is the type of industry that, that is extremely it. fun and ridiculous, but also we tie it down to business on a daily basis. So we just yes. mashed those up and had a whole bunch of fun. <laughs> So it was so good. Um, we also uh, are announcing this very shortly, uh, some a collab that's coming up. But in Tampa, we were on the road and we were filming a TV show um, in dealerships, three different dealerships. And we're going to be premiering that show in Tampa on May 2nd. It's during the yeah. Digital Dealer Conference. So first night of Digital Dealer, we need you all to come out and join us for the live premiere, red carpet, step and repeat, happy hour. If you're going to Digital Dealer or you're anywhere near the Tampa area, um, tickets are like super yeah. cheap, like 15 bucks if you're a dealer yeah. or like, yeah, it's just like, it's like movie night with your family with happy hour. It's, I've never been to a movie night with alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No, well, you I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's people that have, but it's like happy hour plus the movie. I think it's going to be a really great time. So uh, more on that. You can go to a so2x.com and see the very preliminary information about that. Um, But some people bought tickets already. So there you go. And and I guess there is a possibility. We're going to be at the Tampa Theater, which is gorgeous. And there is an outside chance we sell out of tickets, which if we do, but if we do, it's going to be ruckus. We're going to have to sneak out through the back door. (laughs) 
Uh, let's talk about some news because we have some news to talk about. There's always the world spinning. So the company that has over 5,000 stores, all of these stores within a 10-mile radius of 90% of Americans, just about everybody, Walmart. Let's see what it is. Walmart is. is now committing to build a charging network across the country as part of a deal with Electrify America by... In the year 2030. <laughs> by the year Adam. 2030. Oh, yeah, by That's the year 2030. Um, so here's a quote from um, their recently appointed Senior Vice President of Energy Transformation. That's a heck of a title. Um, a Vishal Kapadia, he says, we have the ability to address range and charging anxiety in a way no one else can in this country. And he also said that Walmart is planning on developing their own charging stations. And since they have... This is a staggering number. 240 million customer visits per week. To brick and mortar stores. That's unbelievable. I mean, they've got all the data they need. They've got all the data they need. More than exactly. all the adults in the country. <laughs> Who's driving there, what they're buying, all of the signals. How they're they charging, how they're charging their car, how they're using them. Are they coming in full yep. empty? Are they staying there? Um, so there's going to be a major contribution to the charging network. Yeah, it's kind of like putting gas stations up everywhere because there's those in, in 10 miles of everyone. In yeah, America. there are. You know what else is within 10 miles? Not not quite a, a GM dealership, but it's it's pretty close to that. It's like 20 miles. Pretty close. Pretty close. It, yeah, it's like so 20 miles. I think, uh, you know, this is just going to be the way that it has to go. There's going to have to be multiple types of, kind. you know, we've seen Subway. Now we've seen um, Walmart. You know, Kohl's was actually a super early adopter of some level of charging network. We're just going to see more and more of these retail establishments or food and restaurant establishments alongside dealerships, mm -hmm. alongside public, private, public and private charging networks. And all of that combined is what will tie together to be able to give people the access to these chargers. But it was really interesting. We actually were talking to a salesperson this week. <laughs> I was literally thinking of this story. That said, that said, it's a real cool car. I sell it. I love the vehicle. Talking about EV, a Kia EV6. The EV6, there's no way that I could practically buy that thing right now because I'm in an apartment. I'm in an apartment. So how would I, it doesn't in, fit my in like a natural way, in my lifestyle, think about going somewhere, stopping for half an hour and charging this thing? And this is probably someone, it's a younger person that probably does a lot of their shopping online. You know, it's not like they're walking in and going to the mall, spending 45 minutes there and then yep. charging their vehicle while they're doing it. Yep. And they even said they had, had the insight to say, is, I can't go fast charging my car every time I need that's, to charge it because so, the half-life on the battery is going to be brutal. See, you know? now that's somebody who understands the technology. And he, he was younger. Right. He's probably like in his early 20s. And I yep. never, like an informed customer thinks about that. If I live yeah. in an apartment and I know that fast charging my battery all the time is really bad for it, that really does. But I have not heard that argument put together once yet. Nailed it. Not Nailed once. It. Edu education as you Ooh. go through dealerships. Well, speaking Stay of electric car. vehicle companies. <laughs> oh, right trigger button. Let's get that in there. Yeah. Hey, look, it's been a few days since you've been on the trigger button. It's okay. That is, Everyone will forgive you. That's true. Okay. On the road, we don't have the trigger <laughs> buttons. Tesla employees have been privately sharing highly invasive videos and images recorded by customers' car cameras. They record via video when you're not around your car um, in, in, in their internal messaging system, according to interviews by Reuters uh, with nine former Tesla employees. Some recordings were mundane, but some were embarrassing or potentially dangerous situations. Included were uh, instances of road rage, uh, personally identifiable information, right? Like you know where this car is, you know where this person lives, and 
what what's a good hidden camera without some nudity, right? So, Unbelievable. That, so yeah. basically they're taking these images and they were just like making memes out of things on the internal network. Um, you know, one video actually showed uh, like a like an amphibious vehicle that was used in a James Bond film. And guess who owned that one? Yeah, <laughs> Elon, boy. It was Elon Musk's garage. I Elon, wonder if he knew yeah. that or not. You know, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wonder if it was like. If, like if yo, he look like at this video I found. <laughs> and they memed it. And he was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Whoa, now. You know. So Tesla hasn't any, commented I, I, on this yet. Right. Yeah, and it's not anytime you put data in the hands of individuals, you're always at risk of this. And so it's going to be highlighted because Tesla's a, like one of the largest countries companies in the world which has a lot of public um you know, the public eye is on it a lot right now and so the digging around was clearly going to be done, but it's still, you know, when you think about the numbers of cameras, the numbers of the 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 amount of data that vehicles are taking right now people are starting to think of them similar to how you know back five seven years ago we started thinking about what phones had access to both in the audio and the video and all the things Man. that a phone had access to we're starting to now go oh the technology of a vehicle is coming up to that place so that's just going to be more data specification along the lines within the, within the manufacturers to make sure that it's locked down at the employee level locked down at the the, the personal level um but you know we knew tesla would be the first ones probably to get the, Gee whiz, the bell man. i mean you know, pe people get nuts. worried about like having phones or alexa systems you know where is all that information going but cars are slack threads baby slack threads that's right yeah no doubt no <laughs> doubt i'm sure that Unreal. exists we'll, we'll find oh, out about it's, that sometime. it's unfortunate and and you know i it's just something to know right because this is again how do we tie this back to today at the dealership well good chances are this type of article is going to run all through the consumer network it's oh, going to go on yeah. reddit it's going to hit airwaves oh, everybody's going to be talking about it everywhere and your customers are going to come in looking at technologies within their cars and they're going to be they're going to have some level of concern so meeting that with empathy understanding it from an education level how your oem is dealing with these privacy concerns is going to be important Shoot. for every and salesperson if, every sales manager and if you're an oem it's time to issue statements right yep. right now start talking about arm it. your yep. stores because if a consumer it's in a consumer's mind already tell your stores how you're treating it and that gives you a chance exactly. to kind of like one up a competitor Right, like it's happened with Tesla. Now's your chance to talk about how you're going to make sure that never happens. At your brand, get to it, get to it. All right. Speaking of getting, speaking to of it. getting to it. Woo! There you go. There you go. Got him back in the game. Here we go. As retailers face continual staffing problems, many are turning to older workers who are deemed more reliable and willing to work than younger generations, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Uh, this recent survey showed that individuals over age 75 and older are not only unafraid of hard work, nope. but 75% of them crave it. Mm -hmm. In comparison, it was in the low 60s percentage wise in the 18 to 35 uh, bracket. So you've got just more people willing to put in the hard work, even in older demographics that are even that are in that retirement age that are that are craving and still going back into work. Um, one of the really cool stories that was uh, noted was of a gentleman named Kip 
Kip Conforti, who owns a couple of package shipping stations in none other than Pennsylvania. Uh, he was highlighted in the article for his decision to recruit older workers, saying it took longer to train older workers, but the extra time was worth it. He said once they get it, uh, it's refreshing, I say. That's what they're doing today, and it gets it's that it's what they're doing today, and it gets done. Their shift starts at 9, and they're here at 8.50. It's their work ethic. So that's why he's hiring them. Well, listen. There you go. Listen, there is something that there's so much purpose that comes with hard work and so much fulfillment yep. that comes with hard work. And, and look, the auto industry knows this, right? Absolutely. We work hard, but the word fulfillment came up 17,000 times in our interviews with no with auto auto uh, auto dealer employees this week. The word fulfillment kept coming up over and over and over and these are some of the hardest working dealerships across the country and there's a tie between hard work and fulfillment. So this older generation that is saying like like we're we're literally they're craving fulfillment, right? They understand wow. that the hard work is the path to fulfillment and so Man, anyone that you can get that has that desire, that craves the fulfillment of hard work, I mean, gosh. And so, so let's talk about some of, the, some of the older workers that we, I, mean, I hate putting an age on this, but according to the U.S. government, over 40 years old is a protected class. So, Kyle, <laughs> be careful what you say. <laughs> oh, be no. Be careful what you say. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you and Cirillo the protected class. You up got, there. Yeah, you're sure you're going to get some EEOC notifications. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. We, we talked to yeah. a lot of older workers and they like people who are parents and grandparents. And let me tell you something. They found purpose in what they did. And no matter what the role is, whether they were a PDI and, tech or a manager, you could tell people cling to them. You know, like they are, they are attract, everybody else is attracted to exactly. being close to them as employees. And that's, that's, I think uh, for me, as I'm in the younger demographic, study, <laughs> watch it. Um, You're not allowed to say the word younger. Study, yeah. of, of this study. study. <laughs> okay. Of the study. But for me, I understand that there's this hesitation, especially in a technology driven world that the training to go, you know, Hey, this is how we're utilizing this technology, tying that in. I've seen the struggles of generations that didn't grow up for sure, deeply rooted with technology yep. at their fingertips yep. to do that training. But I agree that once that once everything is like understood, the the work ethic and the desire to, in. to do a great job is locked in. And so um, this is just an encouragement. I mean, I, there, any way right now that you can challenge the status quo, quo on hiring and recruiting is a way that you should be researching and understanding. And so this is just, hey, look, make sure the options are out there and you're looking in every different angle and every different space to figure out where your next employee comes from in a time where we're searching for people like crazy. Kind of reminds me of a line from our monologue. If you are willing to work hard and care about a people, there's a place for you here in this industry. Thanks for spending time with us here this week. Check out the recharge email tomorrow, sodu.com. <laughs>